Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast and also welcome back to the weekly roundup. I promise y'all I'm going to be more consistent now and going to be dropping a new episode every Monday where I basically round up my past week and the thoughts and things that I thought about in the last week. I want to share this with you on the podcast right here. Today, I want to talk about a big realization that I had the last week. Also, I want to talk about performance optimization like sleep, split workout training and intermittent fasting. So let's jump right in into this week's episode of the podcast. So let's start off with the story that happened to me yesterday when I was cleaning the kitchen. And that might sound maybe confusing and like, what the fuck? Why are you going to tell us about the story when you were cleaning the kitchen? But just hold on one second and listen to me for a little bit. And then you understand why I'm going to share this story with you. And also why I think that this is going to be maybe interesting for you to realize some stuff for yourself. I'm really interested in getting to know what kind of kitchen type you are, but I'm basically like that type when I like prepare some food, when I cook something, I basically put like the pans and all the other stuff that gets dirty, I put them in the sink right away because I want to eat, I want to focus on the things that I made for myself, like the food that I created for myself, and I don't want to focus on like cleaning the kitchen or something. So basically what happens is when I wake up, I basically have to clean up my mess that I created in the kitchen, and when I was doing that yesterday this thing occurred to me that there's just a bunch of things in this kitchen that I'm doing over and over again and it's just weird that I'm not changing the way that I do those things so let me share an example here we have this thing that does like cappuccinos for you like it basically foams up milk so you basically can create a cappuccino and we put this thing on the right side of the kitchen and the sink where you basically clean this thing is on the left side of the kitchen. The coffee is also on the left side and the cups are on the right side. So basically to create a coffee, and this might sound really absurd, but stick with me here. To create a coffee, you have to go right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. And I basically just thought to myself, wouldn't it like make way more sense to put it on the left side of the kitchen? So when I create my coffee, I don't have to go like left, right, left, right. I just stay on the left and finish my task faster, maybe. And that was basically like the goal when I wanted to like change this up in the kitchen. And I'm really curious as to know how other people think about this type of like concept of thought. If they just think like, oh my God, what, why the fuck is he telling me this? But again, I'm going to explain to you why I had such a big realization when I changed it up. So I basically changed up the Nespresso machine there, put it on the other side of the kitchen. And then I thought to myself, what are things in this kitchen really annoy me when I have to fulfill any task? And then I kind of saw like, okay, the glasses are standing on the right. All the plates are standing on the left and basically I use the glasses on the left and the plates I use them on the right so I switched those things up and then there were like more and more things popping up that didn't make sense like placing them where they were placed and I just basically switched them up and basically ended up completely optimizing the kitchen for like for, for a user experience you could even call it I mean it is a user experience but maybe like a little abstract to use that in a kitchen Anyway, through optimizing all those processes that I have to go through when I have to like fulfill any task in the kitchen, I realized that I'm really good at optimizing things. 
So now we're going to come to the interesting part of this story when I basically realized that it was way easier for me to optimize those things than when I would have to, for example, put together a kitchen. So after realizing that, I basically asked myself, like, would it be easy for me to put together a kitchen? And then it came to me like, yeah, that would be a lot harder. I wouldn't know where to place things. I wouldn't know what to get even. I would really struggle starting a kitchen. And then I took those concepts of like optimizing or starting something and applied them to other things in my life and kind of like realized that, oh shoot, I might be really better at optimizing things than putting things together. And also then I asked the question like, is it just in general that it's easier to optimize than to start something? Or is it just a personal strength of myself that I can apply to different strategies? And then I like wondered like, is it really that I'm better at optimizing things? Or is it just that it's generally easier to optimize things? And the way that I think about it now is I think that that's actually not the case that it's easier to optimize things. So now we're going to come to the part where it might become interesting to you. Through that realization in the kitchen, I basically applied that concept to other moments of my life where optimized things or when I tried to start things and basically realized again that I seem to be better at optimizing things than to start things. And the reason why that is so important is because you need to focus on your strengths and you need to put people or like put something else into place where you have weaknesses, where you struggle with doing things. And yeah, it's absolutely possible and really also necessary to focus on the things that you're not good at and try to change that over time. But I think to move faster, it's way, way easier to focus on what you're good at, like on your strengths and to either completely avoid if that's possible. I think most of the time it's not really possible to avoid your struggles and your weaknesses completely, but I think you need to be aware of your weaknesses and put something into place, either another person if you can afford that, but most of the time that's not going to be the case. So you probably need to find another way to avoid those weaknesses. So for example, like applying the concept from before, I would not become someone that would put together a kitchen when someone buys basically a new home. I would not be the person to create a whole kitchen setup, like all the tools that you need. I would be a person that would look at that kitchen and put basically all those things in there, make a complete mess. And over time and over seeing how people interact with that kitchen, would optimize the kitchen according to the past actions that have been taken. And still really abstract, but you have to apply that concept if you see that in your life. If you have ever like some type of realization like that, you need to apply that to other situations in your life. So for example, for me, it could be the case that it would be way easier for me to optimize a social media agency or agency in general than to start one. And I'm really interested in finding out like if it's actually just the case for myself or is it just in general easier for people to optimize. But the reason why I think that that might actually not be the case and why it might actually really be a strength of mine to optimize things is because you have to be able to think into the perspective of other people. 
And that's basically called emotional intelligence. And there is different levels of emotional intelligence. Really interesting. That's a really interesting topic, actually. There is different sectors of emotional intelligence. And the way that this goes is basically there's emotional intelligence stage one, where you can emphasize with another person and try to get their perspective and understand that perspective and work with that. And basically stage two would be if you could think how person A thinks about person B. And stage three, and it goes on and on and on, stage three would be thinking about how person A thinks about person B, how about person B thinks about person C. And that's a really interesting point, I think. Emotional intelligence and basically deploying empathy into different structures and processes that happen in life and occur in life and optimizing those to make a better experience for the user. So really abstract, I'm really interested into seeing how other people think about that concept of thought that I had the last week. But it just made me wonder and like dig deeper into this topic of is it really that I'm better at optimizing than really starting something. So that was basically the story of the realization that I had in the kitchen. And I want to come to a topic that I actually wanted to discuss last week, but I didn't get to talk about it when I was recording the last episode. So I want to talk about it right now. So I stumbled across this performance coach. He actually used to be a personal trainer and now he kind of merged into performance optimization, which also includes being a personal trainer. His name is Billy Harris. And he created a new YouTube channel and uploaded two videos about optimizing your performance of work. And that includes a lot of things like optimizing your sleep, getting a better diet and the way that you work out in the gym and drinking a bunch of water, like really a lot of, lot of things. And one of the things that he started off with is intermittent fasting. For people that don't know what it is, it's basically not eating or like fasting 16 hours a day and only eating in those left eight hours. And what that practically means for me is that I basically don't eat breakfast anymore and start my day of eating at 12 o'clock and stop eating at eight at night. So that's basically like those eight hours, the time frame that I'm allowed to eat something. In the other time, which I'm mostly asleep and only from six to 12, I'm not able to eat something, but I obviously can drink something. So I can drink water. At this time, I'm still drinking coffee with sugar and I think that's not optimal and basically the way that he handled those videos he stacked a bunch of information like really valuable information there but it was just so much information that I was kind of like overloaded with information and to-dos so I'm kind of like still processing this video watching it actually over and over again to understand more and kind of like attacking new things along the way. So the way that this ideally should look like is I wake up, I go to the gym and only drink water or coffee until 12. And after 12, I basically start eating my breakfast. So I basically just pushed it to 12. Then until eight, I can eat something. And the last days I actually like kind of was lacking that a little bit. I ate a little bit later, like around nine, which is not ideal because when you eat something and go to bed immediately afterwards, It's like your body cannot handle that situation and you're going to end up having like worse sleep quality. Um, You're probably not going to even notice that like right away, like, oh my God, I slept so bad the last night. But 
the reason why you do intermittent fasting is for one reason of like losing weight. It helps you with that. I'm actually not sure as to the results that you get from intermittent fasting in terms of losing weight. But what I do know is that it actually helps you focus way more. So the way that he explained it was basically because you're not eating anything, your body is not taking away energy that you can put into work. So what that means is because you avoid breakfast and don't eat anything, your body can solely focus its whole energy on the work that you want to do in that time frame. So when it comes to 12, you are eating something and your body has to process that food. And he basically explained it that until you eat something you have like optimal performance and then after eating something your performance is gonna drop anyway and obviously you need to eat something at some time so basically you have to choose at what time frame you want optimal performance and eat according to that so that's basically the reason why i'm doing this intermittent fasting and i can tell you so far it's really been a great experience i never had like any thought of like eating something in the morning now so what you need to understand here also is that I really am a big breakfast guy. I took a lot of time to prepare it. And that's also why I was excited to try intermittent fasting because that meant that I had a lot of more time in the morning. And now it's really about starting work way, way, way earlier, which intermittent fasting definitely helped me with. And that's also a reason why I really enjoy the process of going through this method of doing intermittent fasting. Also in the gym, I got into doing split workouts and not in terms of like working out like the back for one day, then arms for one day, then chest for another day. I don't know how you call this overall way of working out, but it's basically you have push days, you have pull days, and then you have leg days. And so far, I have to tell you that really changed a lot of things in my way of working out because I just feel afterwards like I actually worked out. Before I did full body workouts and I basically went out to gym and felt like nothing changed, like I basically did nothing. So that also was really great and that happened because at the same time that I was starting intermittent fasting and came back from vacation, also the Gymshark app dropped and that was also like a huge game changer for me in the gym because I used to waste a lot of time. Like the ideal way of resting is like between half a minute and a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. And basically what happened, I was waiting for a minute and then I got over to Instagram and then this minute became five minutes. And through this happening over and over again in each rest period, obviously not every time five minutes, but like you can get the sense here. My workouts took really long and the results that I got were like completely trash because I wasn't actually doing so much, but it looked like I was doing much. So the Gymshark app really helped me with that. So that's really been great of like also keeping track of like my progress just over those last two weeks. So really great. That's really, really amazing. Also, another thing that Billy talked in his video about was optimizing your sleep. So basically, the way I handled sleep was when I left school, first, I didn't have any like morning routine. Then I kind of started having a morning routine, but broke it again. And then I really started committing to waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning. And what I did not care about is the length or the quality of my sleep. And that was actually like a huge mistake because I... If you look back at it, I ended up sleeping like maybe six to five hours a night, which is not ideal at all. And he basically even broke down the different types of sleeps because you 
apparently don't just go to sleep and wake up and that's it. You basically have different types of sleep periods that you have like in one complete sleep and they have different qualities there's like really deep sleep then there's like i think medium sleep and then there's this third stage called REM sleep and in that time you actually dream because what your brain does it thinks actually that you're already awake but you're really not because in that time you're dreaming and when you're dreaming your brain actually turns off the parts that are responsible for like logical reasons and thinking in a normal way and that's why you have those crazy dreams so REM sleep as far as i've understood is not really good for getting a better quality and more efficient sleep so enough of that i think it's going to be really interesting if i dive deeper into the different qualities of sleeping but basically what i understood is that i was sleeping not enough i was sleeping six to five hours a night and that's not ideal for perfect performance and what he basically said is like you need eight hours of sleep well i had to scale it up from five six to eight hours and that meant that either i had to like push it away in the morning so i would wake up at 8 a.m or i would still keep waking up at 6 a.m but going to bed at 10 a.m and to me that sounded crazy so that probably has to sound crazy to a lot of people that don't have like these different sleep cycles and think like what you go to sleep at 10 like that's basically when I come home or something. So, or when I go out, some people go out on the weekends for sure, or even later. So that was crazy and changing that is still a challenge in the process. And I think it's not about like exactly hitting like, I will go to sleep at 10. You're not even gonna be able to do that because obviously it takes some time to go to sleep. But I think it's about like realizing and being aware of the optimum amount of sleep. And maybe once I get a tracker like this or a ring when you can actually see the different qualities of your sleep and really analyze what happened when you changed something i think that's when i maybe will be getting deeper into like getting to those eight hours so basically huge understanding you need to get eight hours of sleep so that's been really interesting so far and he also talked about the different qualities of working you can like hustle 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 but i actually would like to see an example of someone actually working 18 hours a day and not doing anything and he was basically even talking about like having those working blocks where you basically work for 45 minutes i think then you have 50 minutes like a break where you can even like move around a little bit it's great for your body and then you basically go back to work but like in the afternoon you should actually do something else other than working and you can work in that time but at some point you're not going to be focused anymore that's what he basically kind of like the mindset that he wanted to portray but what i want to know is is there actually like people that hustle like that like 18 hours pure working is that efficient are they talking with different people in that time or are they really actually working 18 hours really interested to see if there's actual people that can do that and also sustain that over a long period of time that's also really important but yeah performance optimization really interesting chapter and gonna look more into it and develop more understanding of what i need to do in order to optimize my performance 
So that's it for this episode of the weekly roundup. I think two really interesting topics that you can actually gain a lot from it if you research deeper into both topics. And I'm really excited to really make this a consistent thing of like uploading every Monday. So far, I'm at the second roundup. So we're going to see how that goes over time. But I'm really committed to doing that now because I just think that consistency is really cool for both sides. So thanks for listening to this episode and see you next week. Bye. Yeah.